Brett JTL coming to you from the lovely city of Atlanta, Georgia here. Sports Talk with Eugene Morton. Eugene, how was your uh, Halloween? It was good. It was cold, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) You guys go trick-or-treating? You know, it's been so long since I've actually been out there. I'm not sure what that even looks like anymore. Uh, you know, last year, obviously, it wasn't too bad. So this year, it was like only a couple of kids out. And oh, we probably should just take her to the mall. But yeah, she had fun. That's all that matters. It's all about the kids. You she know? get a decent <laughs> score for her candy her candy. Taste. Yeah. Yeah. And we live in we live in a, in a condo. So we had all all kinds of extra candy. So we just put a bowl out. But I came back and the bowl was still full. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so she got some and then we still have plenty of candy from uh big bag that i bought from Kroger. so yeah we're we're good on candy <laughs> nice well did you get a chance to watch any of the any games this past week i, mean, I know uh, that you've been uh very busy i've been very busy uh i've kind of i've watched a lot of highlights so at least up to date what's going on that way okay. i did finally i did get to watch at least one nba game so that was kind of happy what, what about game that. did you watch oh i watched um, the lakers on saturday night okay uh, so that that combo of LeBron and Anthony Davis that's just going to be fun to watch all year long. Well, do you? Uh, what are your early takeaways for for the NBA season? Anything notable there for you? Other than Steph breaking his, his uh, wrist, that's that's gonna that's pretty much I think puts them out. puts their season uh, to bed is what it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know there was all these even with Steph and uh, D'Angelo Russell. You know, even with Green on the uh, with Green in there, you thought maybe they could make make the playoffs, maybe make the AC or and maybe have Clay come back enough time and you know make a run. But now this this makes yeah he's got he has surgery he's going to be out three months, you know and and now we've heard that Clay Thompson is going to come back maybe or won't come back at the, through the season. So yeah, I, I just think it's a wash for them all around. Yeah, so, I, and I saw that. Clay is definitely not coming back. If you listen to the reports, the reports that I saw said that he is definitely done for yeah, the season. It, yeah, I saw that he's done. And then like Kirk and then the next day said, well, I didn't mean he might not be. So like, I, I think it's I think it's, that when that, you look at it, he I don't see any real reason if if right. every if the Warriors were as they were constructed last year then I would think that there's more pressing reason for him to get back out there. The Warriors is currently constructed. I don't see there's any reason to rush back because I don't feel like it's making a difference. It's not, I don't think clay is getting you over the hump. Um, No, especially not clay that hasn't been playing like clay kind of just now starting to play. I don't think it's going to be enough to get you over, over the hump anyway. So there's no use in risking his health and having him out there in my opinion. Right, right. Rehab, you know, play the season out, get a, maybe get a lottery pick. And, you know, and start fresh next year. Well, what's your thoughts on um, the the uh, duos that are out there right now? Because I know you talked about LeBron and Anthony Davis, you know, and it kind of sucks because Zion was injured before, you know, knee injury. I really feel like that weight is going to be a problem we unless you get one. some just. We don't see that one yet. Right. Um, uh, KD is out. Kyrie's being out. forced to put up 40, 50 points by himself. Yep. Um Kawhi was playing, but Paul George was not playing. Who knows when Paul George is going to come back? Yeah, that's, right. So we might have to wait until like the new year until we actually see. You know, I mean, they in full swing. start trickling. Yeah, but they would start trickling in. So that's what I'm going to. I mean, like I said, I don't. I like watch the early season. I don't get. I don't get too many takeaways from it. You know, I'm like, oh, this is because you know, other than Philadelphia, Philadelphia looks like. The, the Philadelphia, what we thought, what we thought was going to be on paper, is is coming, is is playing right in front of our eyes. They're they're just an amazing team in the East. Yeah, oh Philly. Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about the fight between uh, Embiid and Towns? A little bit of <laughs> fight action there, huh? It, it was, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was more fun that the the social media afterwards. I mean, I, I've, I think you and I've seen better fights over the course of yeah, the 80s. Yeah, it, uh, in those 80s and 90s fights, they were pretty much fighting on a court as it is with the game. Yeah, and yeah, that, um, so, yeah, those those fights were pretty brutal. Yeah, that, that looked like there was, I mean, it was kind of over. They definitely two rich guys fighting is what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, it, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was more it was entertaining afterwards, just the, uh, the back and forth on social media. So, <laughs> 
Well, they at least it's a situation where people aren't trying to kill each other the way they used to. Like it looks no. used to, people are throwing haymakers trying to destroy each other back in the day. And now I think maybe yes. guys are just too rich for that. They're like, listen, yeah. we, no, no, we, we want to go like, back okay, home we- after this. No real damage. We're going to keep it as light as possible. Right. And it's two marquee players too. It's not like these are, these are two number one guys. It's not like number, number 10, number 11 guys on your bench going at each other. Like those guys would probably go at each other, but you're two like star players. Yeah. yeah Cause you're number gonna, 10 and 11 guy. That's what they're there for. They're there yeah, exactly. to go in there and do some enforcing. <laughs> that's how they got their spot on the bench. It's secure. Right. 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 So, <laughs> No, I would. I think what Charles Barkley called it, like they were hugging or something like that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, a little bit of, like of uh, yeah, look, look yeah. more like wrestling than fighting when you yeah, look yeah. at the we, highlights of it. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm fine with that. It's okay. It's done. They got both guys suspended for two games, and they both got two games. Two games suspension, no fines, and that does move on. Well, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that too. These things happen. It's not nothing too too crazy. Uh, not much activity here at the NFL deadline for trading, huh? This, I didn't see nothing. as much as I, in, I thought we would. Um, the Kenyon Drake situation to leave Miami has been something that's been reported on for weeks. So I saw that. That's not exactly a trade deadline move. Um, no, and that's not like a top tier. I mean. I did hear it though. I did hear that there was reports that the Steelers were trying to get Le'Veon Bell. I've heard that rumor. Yo, that's so recently. funny. And I don't ever Isn't see that happening. If I was to hear that rumor, Eugene, I don't think I would put a ton of stock in that. I yeah. just don't believe it. I would, that's a believe it when I see it type situation. That's always like at the uh, like NBA or and at the end of the seasons for any NBA, NFL, NBL, and MLB. And they go, oh yeah, so-and-so checked in on this player at this time. It's like, it's it's just that who cares reporting, you know? It, it makes, yeah, yeah, it, not anything <laughs> ever. Like, dude, do, does anyone ever think that Le'Veon Bell is going back to the Steelers? Of all the teams that are available for you to go to, you can go back to the one that you left under those conditions so soon. Now, you've right. seen stories where these players do. I think LeGarrette Blunt had left the Patriots, I want to say, before he went back. Um, but there's there are times where a, a player leaves a team, and Jamie Collins also with the Patriots. Same thing, right? Uh, left, right. went to Cleveland, had a cup of coffee there, came back to the Patriots. <laughs> now, um, this is not too uncommon from that perspective, but when there's contentious, when somebody leaves in a contentious manner, the way that the Le'Veon Bell situation was, um, not as contentious as Antonio Brown, but Le'Veon Bell still wasn't exactly warm and fuzzy feeling when he left uh, Pittsburgh. I don't see him going back to Pittsburgh, and I don't see Pittsburgh being... Uh, looking around for him because when you look at their game, I can't say their running game is their most pressing need. James Conner does respectable. So I don't, I don't think that's their most pressing need to be honest with you. No. And they've got that. They got a good, good Connor and they've got a, they've got some good backups too with um, um, Smith back there as well. So they've got, I mean, that, that was the least of their worries. Their, their needs, you know? well, what do you think about uh did you watch any of the World Series this week? Because we had yeah. what trade deadline, NBA start kind of first week of the NBA, trade day, trade deadline, and a World Series all in the last week or so here. Uh I've been kind of like I've been just scoreboard watching it. I mean I've been on cut. I had a highlights. hard time, my friend. Now I did watch playoff yeah. baseball. I watched the Braves when we were playing. I did watch a few base because I was I don't really watch much baseball on television and I don't watch much baseball on television during the season. I don't even watch much, a ton of NBA. I'm highlight guy because I'm not watching so many games. It's hard to get up for that 37th game of the season. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. It's I've always NBA to me is as Christmas. Like once Christmas comes, a lot of kind of one more locked in. You know, because that's, that's when you start getting really the great matchups. Yeah, because the NFL season is winding down at that point. Yeah, going yeah, to playoff so, playoff football. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm right. I'm right there with you on the baseball. I mean, the I mean the the cool thing. I mean, the crazy thing about the Nationals winning. I think they were 12 games. They were 12 games under 500 in the month of May, May 23rd. And now World were, Series champions. Yeah, they were like on pace right to go 62 and 100. Yeah, yeah, and go so. And, and, uh, go ahead. No, then they, that was it. They were they finished four games behind the Braves and won the World Series, it, which is uh, crazy because 
Strasburg's looking like as advertised, even though you can kind of when he was the heir apparent, I don't know if you remember when Strasburg came out, he was on covers of sports magazines and everything when right. he, uh, mm-hmm. when he came into the league is a lot. And then he had a Tommy John. I want to say he had Tommy John surgery. I'm not sure if it was Tommy John in particular, but I think he did have uh, some type of uh, injury. Tommy John. And then he had this, they just had, he's had kind of nagging injuries, but yeah, but, but him, like, but look what happened. Him and Strasburg, him and, um, um, Sure, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both went ten and zero in the playoffs Amazing. of the World Series combined. Amazing! I mean, that, that, you got pitching it. like that, man. And Strasburg went deep into the game too. He went to like the ninth inning. I want to say of right. game of game six. He pitched into the ninth inning. They needed him to, but he pitched wow. into the ninth right. uh, in that game. And five and zero postseason is nothing is nothing to sneeze at like you know what i mean that's nothing you can't it's nothing to, uh, it's not a point that you just kind of poo-poo that point it's yeah. uh impressive it's impressive and if you can see any team that has pitching that's not giving up any losses during that stretch it's, you got a good shot at good shot at winning the whole thing you know and at one point the astros were dead in the water you saw they were down a couple games the first two games, so they were down two zero going back into Houston. Hey, give it to give it to them, man. They they came yeah, they back, went back and, they and took they made, all three in Washington. Yeah, they went back and took all three there. Right? So, was it three yeah, in Washington? No, or three in Houston? No, three in Houston. Three in Houston. So they went back and took all three there. Yep. Okay, and then came back to. So they came back to Washington. So what? Yesterday's game was in Washington. Then basically, what you're saying? I'm thinking that yes. it was yesterday. I thought it was no, in no, Houston's no, no, no. game. So it was. I think it was two. It was two two, and then I think they go one who one. Had home, one. Who had home field? Do you know if it was Houston or so Houston Washington? had home field? So they so got Houston would have played the first the, two there, three on the road to Washington, and then right back to the last two. Were, so that yeah. means they lost in Houston yesterday. Yes, that means yes. they did take all three in Washington. Then yes, okay, yeah, they came. They yeah, I do remember that's that that's that's where we're getting mixed up. <laughs> okay. So, uh, which is more impressive for Houston? That's because you going back home, uh, you going back on the road. Oh, two had to, had to be, uh, had to be horrible for you. Right. Right. And then, but you get, then you get that home, that home. Yeah. And then you have to go, then you have to go into Washington and win all three of those games. Yeah. yeah but, you're you know, forced in, to in baseball, but baseball doesn't really, I don't think there's really a home field advantage. The weighted quarter, like football and stuff like that. Football, well, football weather comes into play, right? Weather yes. comes into play in football a lot because yeah, in domes, uh, playing in domes versus not. There's a lot of different different factors that can come into play in football. Um, right. I think the NBA is just crowd that you're gonna feel right. that crowd impact because they're literally right there. <laughs> exactly. Because some of those old arenas or some of those arenas where they're built, they're almost built like they're like the fans are on top of you, like right. the Celtics arena is like, it's set up like that where, where even, it looks like they're on top of you. Like the, like the guy sitting in the 300 section looks like he's on top of you, you know? So, so again, that that's more intimidating. I think even though it's a 50,000 seat stadium, it's still, you know, it's not that I don't, I don't I've never looked at a baseball going, Oh, that's very, that's an intimidating place to play. Well, I think that with the baseball, you just have certain fields that are friendlier to certain hitters, like certain hitters will like to hit in certain fields because it's um, some fields are very conducive to the long ball and uh, um, some aren't not so much, you know, and I watched the I I watched a little bit of the first few games, just a little bit. I don't think I watched the entirety of any World Series games this year. Um, But when I saw that Houston was down, I kind of wrote them off because I'm like, well, it's over for them. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Then they came roaring back and I was thinking, so then I did watch game seven. I did watch. Actually, I did watch game seven. I'm sorry. I watched game seven. Cause, and that wasn't last night. That was actually Wednesday night because last night was Halloween right. Thursday. Um, I did watch most of that game because it's a definitive game. Uh, game sevens. I love, I mean, I don't know who coined the phrase, the best uh, word in sports is game seven. The best two words in sports you can hear. But game seven's the definitive nature of them. Uh, like the urgency, sheer urgency alone, Eugene, is what yeah. I like about game sevens. And that's probably why the Super Bowl is so popular. It's because it's one game. Winner one takes game. all. You don't have to sit yep. there and watch six, six, seven more of these type of situation or six more of these, I should say. 
it's a uh, pretty right. definitive. So when you get to game sevens where there's basketball, which I like game sevens and basketball more, but I still like game sevens and baseball as well. It's, it's uh, make for definitely interesting, um, yeah, interesting television. And now, and they, and now that Houston has to live with, why didn't they put Jared Cole in there and to be like their best pitch, one of their best pitchers all year long. Who they have Verlander in there? Well, yeah. Verlander didn't had, pitch well, game seven though, right? No, Verlander started, he started, he started game seven. How long, how many innings do you go? Uh, I don't, I'd have to look at the, the stats. But yeah, I, I, think I saw he, a horrible postseason stats for, for Verlander, but I think he's a solid pitcher. Like when I think about Verlander, I think of a solid pitcher. Right. Um, I'm not sure what the postseason, I want to go look at that and kind of try to unpeel that a little bit more. But I think that he's a excellent pitcher. I liked him when he was in Detroit. So, um, of course, I love him with Houston, and now he's got a championship to go along with it. You know, lovely oh, yeah. wife, hey. new kid, and all that stuff. So he's living the dream, except today, of course, because you know they lost the World Series. But other oh, than sorry. that, he, you know, he didn't start. He started game. He started the last the, the last um, game six. Game six. He started game six. Uh, Zach Grinky started game seven. Grinky, right? But they should have brought Cole back in in that in that relief. Well, you got to empty out, empty out that whole pin when it comes to exactly. uh, game seven. <laughs> yes. There ain't no more games, so uh, you got to get a pitcher to come in and get you through two or three innings. You get him out there, but right because um, Grinky because gave him six six and six innings and only gave two two earned runs, two runs, six, six innings. Two. Yep. So he held them, and now it's the bullpen that, that blew it for him at the end there. Well, but we've talked about this before about how important in postseason. Whether it's a bench or a bullpen, they become immensely. These two things become immensely important the further you go along in a in a postseason. Uh, if it's basketball, you're gonna be looking at the depth. You know, you're gonna be looking at the depth because some of those guys that don't see much playing time are gonna see it when it comes to the playoffs and the finals. You know, you're gonna go deeper onto that bench, and with pitching, it's the same situation. You got to be able to go into that bullpen. If you can't, then you're going to have long nights, long nights out there. And I imagine that's where managers are earning most of their money, right? Like you're earning your money. We got to try to get to the postseason and figure out how are you going to manage your bullpen? How long do you keep a pitcher in? How many days rest? How many, um, what game do you start them? So you can have them for perspectively for another game. These are things that you keep you up at night as a manager when you're in the postseason. What do you think about last week? Let's start with last week. Week week. Uh, what is that? Week nine. We're going. Are we going into week ten? Or are we going into week nine now? We, last week was week eight. Last week was week eight. So okay, now we're so going, we're to going week into week nine. Anything from week eight that uh, stuck out to you? Oh, you know, our Falcons are still not doing anything. The Falcons. <laughs> unf- you know what's funny is if we're going to talk about the Falcons, we could pretty much rewind the other shows. That we've had <laughs> exactly and have the discussion because it's the exact same problem with the exception of now an injury to Matt. And um, that doesn't bode well. Uh, Shab went out there and threw for almost 500 yards. He was lightening up. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to see quarterbacks more. throwing it that much, though, because that usually means you're losing. But um, yeah, right. He's uh, he went out there and let him. He, he put up the most yards ever on the Seahawks at a quarterback record. For the most yards, yeah. most I passing mean, yards ever. Yeah, I mean, other than like, I mean, your Steelers man looking good. I mean, sorry. I just four. like the fact that Mason's back. I'm still have a little bit of trepidation because Ben is not there, and you know how I feel about quarterbacks when it kind of comes down the stretch. Like you can win if you look at what Shab did last week. You can win some games. Right. But when it comes down to it, I don't think there's any coincidence that you have Breeze. Roethlisberger, Brady, yeah, the same suspects every year lurking around the postseason. Same suspects. And I think that that's where a lot of your fly-by-night or kind of flashing pan, your new guys, the new sexy quarterbacks that come out, they're, they're the new guy on the block. They're, everybody wants to see them succeed because, you know, it's exciting to watch uh, new energy. And given the first half of the season, I think that there's an amazing amount of new quarterbacks and stuff out there like there's a, a lot of there new storylines out there eugene is there anybody out there that you like that's uh from that new crop 
I mean, I'm still loving the Minshew. I'm glad that, I mean, they they have the decision to make what they're going to do. I mean, there's a, they paid, um, what's his name? A lot of money. What's that? Nicholas Foles. Foles, I'm not sure if it's Nicholas Foles. Nicholas is his first name. Right. They paid him a lot of money. So that's been fun. It's been crazy to watch the saints still be the saints. Even, and you know, Drew Brees finally came back. That depressed me about the Falcons. I'm thinking Drew Brees went down. And they looked excellent. They like they yeah. missed no beats yeah. whatsoever. It was like it was every game. It was like okay, who for the Saints? Who's going to play this? Who's 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 winning this? Is defense okay? Your this is your game. Okay, special teams. This is your game. Okay, um, uh, maybe now we need a quarterback to to to, to ride us, there, or maybe we need a running backs. Uh, we you know it was just. I mean, say what you say about Peyton. Uh, he's a he's a damn good coach. He is a good coach. He is. And um, anybody who says differently, I don't know if they're paying attention. I don't, and you know, we're Falcons fans, man. Listen, Saints are divisional opponents, but I have a ton of admiration for Drew Brees. I did it even when he was in San Diego before he came to uh, before he came to the Saints. I've always liked him, and Sean Payton does has done a very respectable job there. Uh, he's looked at as one of the better coaches in the NFL, and I think he's earned that distinction. Um, do you think that going forward here now, how many years does Bridgewater doing so well put Breeze on notice? Because Breeze came in and did lit it up again. Breeze came in and threw for almost four hundred. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. He's and you know not a bad team to come against. You know, it's not like he went up against the Bears. You know, that that's a nice team to get your to get your footing back on. You know, right. <laughs> Um, I you know it's he's thirty nine. He's he's still playing at a high level. This is we're gonna have to see. It's the same thing. At with, least a um, year or two, right? Yeah, at least he's with, playing uh, like he's got Tom a year Brady. or two. He's playing like he's same got a year or two. Yeah, exactly. He's still playing at high level. I mean, you can always use Bridgewater as a as a trade piece because teams are always yeah. I just don't think that they were gonna move him because they've had every opportunity to do so. Right, they've had every opportunity to do so, and he was a free agent this past year. He could have left. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't leave himself, and they don't seem like they have any interest in moving him. From no, given the fact they've had opportunities to move him, and you know, there's a lot of teams that would love to have a Bridgewater, but what they've done is they've actually doubled down. They made him the highest paid backup, so he's making the highest pay. He's making the most money for any backup in the league. You don't do that for a guy in my opinion and then turn around and be anxious to move him. No. Like no. to me, so, you're saying don't go anywhere. Well, this will be your team soon when you're making a guy the highest backup like he did. Now that was different with Nick Foles. Uh the Eagles did do it for Nick Foles too. They were paying him like they were paying him a lot of money to back up Carson Wentz. And they still moved him when it came time to move. But I think that the situation with the Eagles will be slightly different because Carson Wentz is younger. He's a much younger guy. So right. they he know that the heir apparent Foles is actually opposite. It's Carson Wentz right. was the heir apparent there, whereas Foles was the right. older guy. Yeah, and I don't know. And I like Bridgewater, but I don't know if Bridgewater is going to be the ready to take over the driver's seat, you know? Is I he, think that is he, he is just, because you got to think about Bridgewater, the fact that Bridgewater is a starting quarterback. First of all, he's a starting quarterback masquerading as a backup. He was only a backup due to injury. So it's not like he, because you know how some of these guys, Eugene, they just had bad play and now they're backups because right. they didn't, they were they're just not good. Um, Bridgewater had an injury, came back, had already lost a job, didn't get the starting job back, left Minnesota, went to the Jets, I want to say, and then didn't really start there, and then came down to back up Drew with the Saints. And I was always of the belief that if he got a shot at a starting job, that he would be a starter somewhere. I'm not sure what team he'd be for, but I figured he he never gave any indication when he was playing on the field that he had just backup talent. Like he was a starter when he went out, got injured, and we haven't really had a chance to look at him again. Yeah, and, and since that's then. a that's a fair. I mean, I I just don't know if he's if if he's the if he's an answer for a franchise or he's or he's a placeholder for another. You know, right? I like him. I just don't know if he's like like I don't look. I mean, I look at him. Okay, good, good as a good as a backup comes in and saves you a couple of games, but is he ready to drive a franchise? 
That's my only, that's my only thing with him. I mean, he's got, he's got the talent. There's no doubt about that. It's just, I, we don't have a full sample size. So, so basically what you're, you're still in wait and see mode, which you're saying you, you, you haven't I, ruled I it out, but you're like, uh, you got to see a little bit more. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the guy. Don't be wrong. I would love for him. He's, I, I thought he, I mean, I'm, I felt bad for him because I mean, I'd love to see him in that Minnesota offense because it would be insane to see him in that for, versus what he had when he was there. So, but no, I we'll have to see what happens to him. But as now for the rest of the NFL, you're starting to see teams separate themselves. You start to see the teams that are going to be the bottom and the ones that are going to be for middle and the ones that are going are going to be the division winners. So, I mean, we're kind of seeing, I think the our only surprise might be is, um, is 49ers. I mean, they they put the whooping on the Panthers um, last Sunday, and then they you know had a close call last night, but still they're eight and zero, eight and zero. They're eight and zero. As much insane? as I cannot, like I feel the way about Jimmy Garoppolo that you feel about Bridgewater. I don't know. Like I'll trust Bridgewater more than I trust Garoppolo, only because I've have a larger sample size of Bridgewater and injuries. The only reason where he why he wasn't out there, um, Garoppolo. Despite any kind of hesitation I might have um, when I'm thinking about him as a franchise quarterback, it's only due to sample size. He's still like, I don't even know if the guy's played 16 games yet. Like, I don't know if he's played a full season. So the way that I always look at quarterbacks is I always do my heavy evaluation of how good a quarterback is year two. Year two, year one, you could be great. Look at what happened to to uh, Baker. Oh yeah, Baker looked totally different last year than he looks this year. I'm interested to see what teams when teams are forced to game plan for you, and they have a year's worth of tape under their belt, and then they're game planning for you. How do you do then? How do you do when teams are game planning to stop you? So when I'm looking at Jimmy G. I'm just not convinced yet because he, I don't, I have to look at how many games he's actually playing. Let me look that up right now. This is, I mean, this will be his full season. If he goes 16 games, because he was traded, he, he was traded from, um, when he got traded from the Patriots to the Niners, he didn't invent, he didn't immediately start. He started those last, those last, like the four or five, last four or five games. Then he got that huge contract. For blew out his knee and missed whole that last year. Looked horrible this preseason. I mean, the preseason game this year, he looked horrible. And all of a sudden, he has looked, I mean, he's looked really good. And the thing with him, he's got a complete team around him. So it's again like almost like the Saints with Bridgewater. They don't ask him to, to go out every night and win. Like right. he's got a good defense behind him. Like they've got a good defense. So it's not like he, it's on him to win every night like like the only like he like but he had like uh, last night he had to come through and you know and win the game for him but they're not asking him to do that every single night out well i looked at here now and he has kind of like a full season now he's got 18 games actually started and in those 18 games he's 16 and 2 now that you cannot poo poo that like you can't despite me looking at the games and i'm like uh, some of these games i'm like all right we know it's pretty good and some are Mm, okay. Uh, in those 18 games, he's got 30, 30 touchdowns to 15 interceptions. So that, that ratio is where it needs to be. Um, 67.5% completion. He's completing 70% of his passes this year. This year so far, he's got 13 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 1800 yards. Uh, that's not setting the world on fire. Uh, because if you double that up, let's just go double. That will give you 26 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 3,600 yards. That's right. not setting the world on fire from no. a quarterback like said, standpoint. Uh, they're they're not asking him every night to go out and win. They're hey, they're they're putting him. He's got like I said, he's got a great. He's got one of the best coaches, in my opinion. He a, does. He's got on the sidelines over there. Got us to the Super Bowl, and um, right. Colin Cowherd. You know, you're one of your favorite guys. Um, on his show, they made a point. I'm not sure if it was him himself who made the point. But on the show, they did make the point, too, that uh, Shanahan made RG3 look good, you know, for right. when he was there, <laughs> when he was there. It doesn't help when you got Shanahan back there calling calling plays for you because it's going to make it. He's going to pretty much get a lot of that credit due to his history. Right. 
and considering their number one receiver is a freaking tight end, I mean, that uh, they, don't, they don't have a true number one wide receiver. It's true also. It's true. And no. they're doing a good job. And you know, Coleman's got the, been reunited with uh, Shanahan back there. So and he's looked pretty good, at least last week. Yesterday was kind of yeah, quiet in comparison. Against the Pan- yeah, against the Panthers. Yeah, he... I was he was one of my favorites when he was here, so I was kind of disappointed when he went when he left. Yeah, same because I think that we have always done better looking at our record when we've had two backs back there. When we had Turner yeah. and Dunn, uh, you know, my, we had Mike Burner, the Burner Turner back there with yes. Ward Dunn. We, we had that was a two head that was a two headed situation. Our Super Bowl was a Freeman Coleman situation. One just Freeman, one it was yes. Freeman and Coleman. We had both of them. Um. Running back by committee just seems to be the trend here as of late. And um, I think that we were definitely a better team when we had both those options out there. And Coleman is definitely showing that now. So going into this next week here, I have some Vegas odds pulled up. My tablet did come back on. My technical difficulties have gone away and I'm ready to go with my (laughs) Vegas predictions. But before we get into those Vegas predictions, is there anything that you're looking forward to for a week nine here? Anything? Because we're kind of in the heart of it now, right? You kind of know what teams are. Right, exactly. There's there's no hiding anymore. So we know what you are. You're either, like I said, you're in the area fighting for the playoffs or you're you're pretty much waiting to just get, you're waiting to get in the playoffs. Just we're waiting the waiting mode. Like, okay, you're just going through the, the motions at this point for most of these teams. When the NFC look a little more stout than the AFC, it's crazy because the NFC is looking more stout than the AFC. However, I do think that the team at the top of the AFC is just... Um, I don't want, I'm not going to say it's impossible. And like I told somebody the other day, I said, listen, if you were to go back the last 20 years, you can say any given Sunday, unless you're playing new England. Yeah. Any given Sunday, unless you're playing new England, new England, most likely is going to beat you, which is incredible. When you're talking about a two decade span, let's take a moment here to shout out Bill Belichick. Cause for people who don't like this man, Bill Belichick might be the greatest coach ever. You know, they did a they did a, a show on first take this past uh, I want to say Monday. It's on YouTube for people who might want to go check it out. What they were asking, the question was, is Bill Belichick the best coach in all of sports ever? And you got a, a rare moment of agreeance there with Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith. They both agreed that Bill Belichick was the best coach ever. Now, when you look at his record, it's hard to argue with this. It's hard to argue with it only because of how hard it is to be relevant in football. Football is not an easy sport to be good at consistently. And he's done it consistently and he's done it consistently with players. He's he's done everything from a coach perspective, in my opinion. He coaches players that are um, not superstars. Good mark of a coach. They get they squeeze every ounce of talent out of their players. A good coach will squeeze yeah. every ounce of talent. And you cannot argue looking at some of those past Patriots teams that Bill Belichick has squeezed every ounce of talent out of some of these players. Look at how Jamie Collins looked when he left. Look at how all, there's countless names, the Dion branches of the world. There's countless names that you can go down from past Patriots teams that were excellent and see how they did when they left the Patriots. Yeah. And their and their defense this year is just it's just it's it's insane. It's insane. I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit of the Cleveland game, and they were just they they had they had no chance. Cleveland had no chance against that defense. That they just they looked Cleveland looked lost. They looked confused. Was that uh, Collinsworth on there? Uh, when yes. the, all right. So Collinsworth yes. said a gave the stat. Of, now you love how much you know how much I love my stats. I love stats here, Eugene. The stats don't tell all the story, but they tell a good portion of it without emotion. Chris Collinsworth said a stat on that game that blew my mind, and it should blow anybody's that's a, a, span, a fan of NFL football. The stat he said was, if the Patriots had never scored a point on offense, I did hear this. They'd be 4-2-1. and one. Yeah. <laughs> They would still the Patriots would be four, two, and one, having never scored an offensive point. So if Tom Brady never took the field, or Julian Edelman, if the offense had just decided to never come out for that side of the ball, they'd be four, two, and one. Right. So they'd, they'd have a winning snapped, record with just defensive scores. Nail that every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is insane. That's an insane there, stat 
That means you, know you, you, you always doesn't even playing, need to show up to win. Right. And, and Tom Brady is playing the same way he did last year. He's not looking impressive. He's not getting hit. He's just, he's just saving himself for the playoffs again. They're, they're just a smart franchise. They are a smarter franchise and they, they are They're It's like who, who right now in the AFC could beat them? Nobody Maybe. just nobody, nobody on paper, right? Nobody on paper. Nobody on paper. Like it, it's going to be a like freak accident. It's got to be, you got to go out there and beat them. Maybe you game plan that day, but on paper going into these games, it's hard to not pick the Patriots. It's just hard not to pick them And with a defense like this. You gave Belichick a defense like this. And this is insane to me. And when I'm looking at the NFC teams, uh, all uh, for as impressive as people think that San Francisco looks, I think it's a nightmare of a matchup for them in New England. If they were to ever meet. Yeah. Belichick is not going to lose to a quarterback that was once with him. No, I just don't no, see it happening. No. I don't see it happening. And Belichick is very good for taking a team that has the new shiny toy and making them look pedestrian. Uh, he definitely made uh, the Rams look pedestrian last year. So he's he, going to make you look pedestrian. He's going to take yeah. your the shiny new thing. You're going to run right back into the old Patriots way. Every year you run right back into them and you're going to have to go through them. You're going to have to go through Foxborough. It's looking like you're going to have to go through Foxborough literally this year. They're you're probably going to get uh, <laughs> play a home, get home, the home field. field. Yeah, you know? Because they're 8 no. They're 8 no. You get a home gonna... field. You give it a Patriots. Home field. And let's say that the matchup is, let's say the Super Bowl matchup is them and Garoppolo. They, you, you can't tell me that Belichick wouldn't be licking his chops here. Oh, yeah. Licking his chops. And you can't tell me that Brady is not waiting waiting to put some daylight between him and Jimmy G on the stat sheet. So I think this, I feel like that game, that team is one that I'm not even super excited to see if they were to meet in the Super Bowl. I'm not excited to see him because for one, I'm not super sold on the 49ers. Um, Well, too, there's, there's way more NFC teams as well. There's way more. There's way like, cause you can only be at San Francisco. You've got, you've got the saints. You got Green Bay. You've got Green Bay. Exactly. You've got Green Bay. you got the Vikings a little bad. I know you hate your Roy the, Kirk Cousins, but their hey, Cousins Vikings are like a legit the team Vikings, out there. They look, they're looking good. <laughs> Vikings do. And the Vikings do have a good defense. So they, they again, they could be there. And then let's not forget about Seattle. Seattle's still, Seattle's still out there as well. So Loaded. Loaded at the top uh, of the NFC or and super top heavy in the AFC. Like once I get past like three teams, I don't even know who. Yeah, well, it's one A. It's one. It's one A. New England. That's with Mahomes all these out there. Other, what's that? That's if Mahomes is playing. If Mahomes is out there, right? And even if Mahomes then, is out there, it's clear one, right? Clear one. If clear. there's no Mahomes, they're the old and 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 the Colts. That's that's my only. Colts at least have a defense. Colts have a defense. Look, you know how I feel about the Colts, man. I don't fight like there really any. I feel like the Colts had the same problem that the. 49ers will have. Yeah, I don't think I don't see Belichick didn't lose to Peyton. He didn't lose to Andrew Luck. I don't see him losing to, to Jacoby Brissett. I don't see that happening. I just don't see sure. it happening. Um, it's a team. It was another player that was with him as well. And I don't think that Jacoby Brissett is enough to get you over the hump with uh, the, the Pats. And that was even, I would have said that last year. I would have said right. that with this defense, I don't know who's getting over it. That's not even fair to Jacoby. I don't know who's getting over the hump with right, this defense. Exactly. We're not. We're just saying it, it's, it'll be tough for any team to go against the Patriots and, it and is. beat that defense. It's not something that you should want to do because they say defense wins championships. And when you look at the stats, well, how they're destroying teams. Speaking of which, I'm so glad. Like uh, I'm playing Lamar Jackson this week. I have the best case scenario for playing them. They're playing New England. Like I feel like that's my best case scenario for playing Lamar Jackson because that's not somebody <laughs> that you want to see from a fantasy standpoint lining up on the other side. So. No. No. Uh, the fact that he's playing New England this week is kind of like my best case scenario. I'll take whatever happens. If he lights him up, he lights him up. What it is, it is what it is. But I will take the scenario of him having to go through New England the week that I have to play him. <laughs> <laughs> because there's not a friendly defense. They're not giving him up. They're, they're not oh. giving up many points at all out there. Uh, oh, no. Any other teams you like in AFC besides the Chiefs and uh, New England? I mean, there's, a lot, there's so many is there any that even interesting to you? Like, I love Deshaun Watson. 
But Houston, no J.J. Watt. It's almost over with. I, I do. I just like I said, you saw what happened, though. They, they face a real defense and they and they get pushed around. The cues lighting again. They, they can light up teams when they're not playing real defense. And again, when they go against real defense, that's what they get. That's when they get hurt. Do you think that we're getting to a sense of non parity in the NFL, the way there is in certain college teams, like you, if you're playing certain college teams, you don't even think about it until they're playing uh fellow ranked squads. Right. You feel like we're yeah, kind of getting to that pl- place in the NFL where it's like, yeah. Hey, well, I don't even care. It doesn't matter that you're seven and oh, if you have, if you've played like, um, loser teams up to this point because these teams that are can come in on hot streaks against subpar competition can come in and have losing records against winning competition and which is going to be your real this is where you need to be now any team that plays the patriots it is a good um self-check it's a gut check so to speak to see how far away you are right (laughs) like it would have been nice to see like last week the chiefs versus the packers to see with um with Mike Mahomes was playing that game. That would have been exciting to see. Yeah, but. because then you get a real feel for what teams really are, you know, right. and uh this year seems to be because the AFC is just the AFC is usually a pretty solid conference. But um with their yeah not being no luck this year, even though Jacoby is playing pretty respectable. I got gotta give him that. Um it just seems like it's the Patriots and everybody else. There's yeah. no Ben this year, so the Steelers aren't relevant the way they should be. You know, I would love them to be, but there I have to admit that with no Ben there, even if we were to get to the playoffs, I think that we're gonna get handled because they handle Ben. What do you think they're gonna do to Mason? Yeah, you know. So uh, I don't have much faith. I'm just hoping now for the Steelers because I love Mason, Mike Tomlin, and I love the Rooney family. I just wanted to look respectable. Just look respectable. You know, if if they, if somehow they, Tomlin gets out of this with a games. decent what like what even a tied record, if Tomlin gets out of this eight and eight, I'm gonna be impressed. He's on a third string quarterback as a, as for that some would, of these games. You know, so it's like um and I think they won with their third string. Did they win with their third string quarterback last they week? Did, I think no, they did. They, <laughs> but they're well, playing Rudolph Miami started, though. So Rudolph started last week. Did he? Yeah. So they um that was this past Sunday, week, so it was a week the, before. Well, a week before, because they had the Monday night game. So I'm probably getting that getting that mixed up. Um, the week, this past, not this past, but the week before, and they weren't very impressive. It wasn't very. Was it? No, was it a Monday night this game? Monday night game this game this week. I don't remember what game yeah. it was they had. Uh, so I think the, the game you're talking about was the Sunday night game where they they went to San Diego and it looked like they were playing in Pittsburgh, <laughs> but you're right. So the Monday night game was, uh, was the was Dolphins and the it wasn't super impressive in the first half. They, they kind of shored things up. So, uh, as, so Tom didn't get embarrassed, but I think this will be an amazing coaching job for him. If he somehow gets his team to nine wins, that'll be freaking incredible. But we all know yeah. that's not going to get you, uh, to the promised land. So it's looking like the, the Patriots, it's them. And everybody else, everybody else, it's getting to the point from a coaching standpoint, Bill Belichick is separating himself the way that Saban does in college, the way that uh, your Urban Myers, Dabo Sweeney's like the, you get a few coaches. It's a handful of coaches and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the Patriots are starting to look like. Bill Belichick starting to look like it's him and everybody else. And I love yeah. Andy Reid and Mike Tomlin. My first, my favorite few coaches in the NFL are Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin. Those three coaches, I don't know if there's any coaches I like more than those three. Just coaches where I expect, uh, respect their history because one or two years in the game, you're Sean McVay's of the world. Uh, I'll give you that, you know, one or two. But it's so hard to have sustained, sustained success in the NFL is very, very difficult. Yeah, uh, injuries. You got people poaching your team when you when you got a good team. You got other teams poaching players. It's very hard to have sustained success. So these coaches like Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid and Bill Belichick, one of the things that they all have in common is sustained success. That you know, yeah. And the Steelers defense, they're starting to look like a, a real defense these last three games too. Yeah, yeah. I got them on my fantasy. I'm, I don't know if I'm, gonna, I'm playing Carolina. I think this week, but I'm gonna get back to because I think they're playing Indy. It's not a great matchup for their defense, but um, I'm probably gonna start them a lot of weeks 
this year. I like uh, Fitzpatrick. He actually had an INT against his old team. So uh, uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to watch. Going into this next week, is there anything that you're looking forward to? I was just looking at the matchups. Uh, again, we've got a whole bunch of, I mean, we get the Vikings versus Chiefs, but I don't know. I still think Mahomes is out, so that's not going to really tell me anything. Um, Haskins is going to start against the Redskins. All right, he's starting before the Redskins against the Bills, yeah. so that might be something. That, I mean, yeah. I'm just on here. I, I mean, wasn't really right because I wasn't. His last start I mean, kind of went and went went and came and went with not much fanfare and with him getting benched again. So there's that. I mean, yeah, there's really nothing. I mean, that's it. There's not a whole lot to look forward to. That's because we're getting to the point where these games are coming. Like you can kind of know what the outcome is. And it's getting to the point where teams are so good, so good that we're having the same thing to happen in the NFL that happened in the NBA when the Warriors were, on their street, like it made the regular season kind of like, all right, well, we'll see, we'll see the Warriors later, and it's looking like we'll see New England later. We'll see later, <laughs> exactly. See you in February. See New England later is what it's the, the season's looking like, and all the movement that happens in between is cool and well. Maybe when we get to the playoffs, you know, the good, great thing about the NBA versus or the NFL versus the NBA is a sense of urgency because all it takes is one bad game, right? Um. So that's going to be interesting when we get there, but it's looking like uh, we're going to see the teams that are at the top of the NFC. I don't see them coming out. Cause I think the top six teams in the NFC are the definitive top six teams in NFC. I, I went down this list with somebody before and I think it was uh, new Orleans. The Rams were the team that were kind of at, at the bottom of that, but it was yeah, at the bottom. new Orleans, so Seattle, right? New Orleans, yep. Seattle, green Bay, uh, the Vikings, I really feel like you have to kind of put in there because they are fighting and they and they're they're winning pretty. Con- they're the Vikings are winning, they're winning. Um, that NFC North is looking pretty. The NFC North might have two or three teams in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the NFC is stacked. I love there the is, I still like the Cowboys, so I put I them in think- there. Yeah, I still think the Cowboys are going to win that division. Yeah, I, I like the Cowboys. I put them in there. So it's that Cowboys, Green Bay, Vikings, Saints. That's four teams right there. Seattle, that's five teams right there. And then uh, we get into the um, you got San Rams. Francisco. They've got it. San, San oh, my bad. That's six teams. That's yep. six teams counting San Francisco. Um, and then San Francisco has so got the best is, record. So one of those good teams is not going to make the playoffs. Right, because this, the Rams I will put in that seventh spot. Yeah. You know, because I don't, they don't look nearly as good as they looked last year. year. No. They're not winning convincingly. And there's nothing about their wins just making me change my opinion about them. Like, I don't, they don't have right. a W. And I'm like, well, here come the Rams. It's kind of like, well, even if here come the Rams is true, you're still up against those other teams we were talking about, which are doing even better. So, and looking even better, I should say. I don't see much movement there in the NFC getting cracked in the top five or six. Maybe you get movement between team number seven, six, and five, but I don't think you're going to get much movement from the teams lower than that. I don't see the teams lower than that cracking into the top, into the top of the NFC because those teams that are at the top are winning convincingly. And the teams that are at the top of the AFC, which is like two, I don't even know where the teams are. Does it really matter? Eugene, like should we even spend time looking it up and discussing it? Because with the Patriots playing the way they're playing, it doesn't seem to matter. Yep, you got the Colts, you got your Texans, and then you got a whole and the Chiefs, and you got a whole lot of. um, If this goes well, and I guess we got to include Baltimore in that. that Yeah, but I don't trust Baltimore only because I don't trust Lamar Jackson like that. I don't trust quarterbacks that run that much. Like history has shown me that I can't trust you. Like at the end of the day. There's something to be said about Drew Brees, Brady, Roethlisberger, us having all Russell Wilson, us having the same quarterbacks in these postseasons. We've had the same group of guys, no matter how the season's changing, how the league is changing. Then you throw in a Patrick Mahomes here and there. You throw in a player, one, one or two players here or there that add to those. But when you look at those players, those quarterbacks for those teams, one of the biggest 
factors is they're all pocket quarterbacks. Like what's one of the biggest, one of the big, none of them are running quarterbacks. Right. None of them are running quarterbacks. Even if you have the ability to run, like you, people look at Mahomes and Russell Wilson and say they can run, but they're not looked at as running quarterbacks. No, no. And they, they, and they kind of save it too. They save it when they need, the when rock. they need to get that like, first or yeah. try to pick up something. It, it's purposeful. Then they're not just run first. And I don't think that Lamar Jackson is a run first quarterback, but it's a, he's a running <laughs> quarterback. It's a core a part running, of how he moves the ball. Right. But again, he, he's still in his, he's still developing his skills. So he is, I, he is. Again, and he could turn out to be um, an excellent player. You're, you're, you're Kawhi Leonard of the NBA of the NFL, so to speak, even though Kawhi did have very early success when he was MVP of that, um, of that playoff run with the Spurs, you know, when they beat the, the heat, you know, Kawhi right. Leonard showed it show then because he played lights out during that series. So maybe this is a situation where Lamar Jackson is showing you certain things. Like I got, I listen, I can show you stuff, but I'm still developing and then turn into a great, great player. Another player that he reminds me of, but it's not as good at of, uh, not as good as I should say is Deshaun Watson in the sense that Deshaun Watson will run the ball. But he can fling, he can uh, fling that thing also. He can man, he can throw that thing a a country mile. So it's um, I like Deshaun, and plus I just like Deshaun Watson. He's he's a a warrior out there, man. He's an exciting player to watch. I love watching him. He's like Russell Wilson to me. Like these are two players I can watch all their games. They're um, they're always gonna do something exciting and they can win. These are quarterbacks that are gonna win you games by themselves. There's not very many of those in the NFL. But Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, if you were to take them off their respective teams, I don't know um, what the the heroics that they've had to come up with at times to keep their teams in it shows me that uh, they're one of the few quarterbacks that are just going to win when you games here. Aaron Rodgers of the world aren't very many quarterbacks like that. They're going to go out there and show you something that game that's going to be the real big difference maker. So. Let's go into our Vegas odds here for the week. Some of these are pretty predictable, to be honest with you. I don't just glancing over them. They don't look many. <laughs> there's a lot of predictable games. I mean, there's don't lot, look there's there's lot, like there's much parity here. The games too. There's a lot of games like mm, don't really care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we got uh, the the San Francisco Arizona game. San Francisco covered that. Wait, what was the final score in that game? I don't know if they covered it or not. It was San Francisco by think, ten. Uh, it was it. Yeah, it was no, it's twenty seven, twenty four, something like that. It so they close. didn't cover. They they no. won, but they didn't cover. Um, because they were ten point favorites. Ten point favorites. So let's pick up with uh Houston and Jacksonville. Houston's a one point favorite, but there's no home field there. It's Wembley Stadium. But oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it's in yeah. It's Wembley Stadium. Okay. I'll take Houston. Yeah, uh, Houston's like one point favorite there, and you know how I feel about Deshaun Watson. This is a no contest, not no contest, yeah. because Minshew's been lighting it up too. Very respectable, very, <laughs> very been, respectable. As a matter he, of fact, he's been respectable, but again, I think that again, it's it. He's playing a different team. But, right. <laughs> this is a Houston team. He's not playing against. Uh, well, you know, uh, not, they don't have JJ out there. That's true. And there's but no Jadavion. I, I bet they wish they kept him now. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they're regretting that right now. But yep, exactly. So, well, but, yeah, yeah, what do you do? but I got Houston at this game as well. So there's no, uh, we're in agreement there. There's no disagreement there. Redskins at Bills. Uh, Buffalo, disrespectful line. Goodness gracious. Nine and a half point favorites for Buffalo. Have they been nine and a half point favorites in any game this year? Nine and a half point favorites this game. Maybe when they played Miami, right? Right. So uh, nine and a half point (laughs) favorites against Washington. I don't know if they're cover, but I definitely got them to win. I got them to win as well. I mean, I I like to see, um, it's nice to see Haskins play finally, but yeah, I doesn't, I get unless he just has some miracle, <laughs> just some miracle playing. Yeah. Titans at Panthers. Now the Panthers are four point favorites here and the Titans. I just don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. I respect the Titans for having winning record quietly the last three years, quietly 97, 97, 97. That's a quiet winning record, but it's a winning record. Um, we would be complaining if it was a losing record. So even a barely winning record is still a winning record and it's right. uh, consistent. It's three years in a row. Yep. So that's respectable. Crazy. We're going to week nine. We still don't know what this team is. Don't know so, what they are. I don't know what they are, they, man. I don't uh, like 
when you look at Mariota and Winston, this is so odd. It's so odd, man. It's odd because you have two players that came into the league and you didn't know what they were. Right. Two players that are coming up on their first big contract renewal and you don't know what they are. Nope. I have no clue. <laughs> so um, Carolina's four-point favorites. I'm going to go with that. I have no reason yeah. not to uh, take I, that. Yeah, I, I know who Carolina is. Yeah. Right. Um, the kid Kyle Allen, by the way, Cam might have lost his job there. Um, Bears at Eagles. They the Bears are Eagles are five point favorites here. Trubisky, mm. I do not trust. I don't trust him either. I'm, I'm going Eagles. Yeah, me too. I just trust them more than I trust the Bears. Um, the Vikings line hasn't been set yet. It says to be determined, but I'm going to Vikings at Chief. I think that's because they want to see what. Mahomes' health situation still, is because Mahomes was he was listed as he's was he was listed as out all this week and now he's listed as doubtful. So he's been upgraded so to doubtful. Basically, he's been upgraded to doubtful. So that's where that's why they're doing they the won or lost last one. week. They lost who the the Chiefs Chiefs thirty one twenty four against the uh, Packers. So they lost. All right. So this is another rough matchup for them. I, I still say I'm going Vikings until unless Mahomes Vikings plays. unless Mahomes plays. Yeah, same. Vikings unless Mahomes. Mahomes plays totally different situation here, um, which is crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> a totally different insane. situation. He's a, a big a big swing at that position because he's just so fabulous at it. Yeah, he uh, is. Jets at Dolphins. Of course, the Jets are. This is probably worse for the Jets. The Jets are only three points favorites. Uh. I flip my coin and I'm just going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Dolphins really get the first win. Let's go for it. Let's give them the first victory of the year. I'm going to go Jets here. The Dolphins have shown me nothing. Um, this is a team that is just floundering and to use a uh, pun intended, no pun intended, but, but they are floundering. Home, right? Are they playing at home? They are Dolphins? playing at home. Okay. Uh, they are playing at home. And I feel like this is your, one of your best opportunities for that W is coming up. So this is yes. a good opportunity for them. This is it. This is their only opportunity. I'm picking or, the Jets, but a Dolphins win here wouldn't blow my mind. Exactly. You would. You could not. You wouldn't. You wouldn't wake up the next day. And go, no. Really? No. Absolutely not. What? It could happen. Those are, aren't great teams right now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Colts at the Steelers. This is actually a respectable line for the Steelers, and they, it's, which is their one point dogs. It's respectable. I'm it's respectable. I'm going to go Steelers because uh, T. Y. Hilton is not playing. He's not playing. He's not playing. He's out. I, I just can't pick against the Steelers. So, but that's not exactly a football pick there. I just don't. Um, I'm not gonna pick against the Steelers, but I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about it at all, to be honest with you. But I'm not going to pick against the Steelers. Vegas likes Indy here though by one point, and you're going with the Steelers though, right? I'm going with Steelers. Okay. I, 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 they just don't. They Jacoby doesn't look good without Ty in that in that game. And so we got. He does not have a really good. He has an okay secondary receiver. He doesn't, I don't think he has a dependable secondary receiver on that team. Yeah, Jacoby's actually done way better than I thought he would with what he's got to work with. It's not like he's got um Hall of Famers lining up out there. You know what I mean? T.Y. Yeah. is not there. Right. It's it's uh I do like Ebron, but if T.Y. is not there, then uh, it definitely presents problems. And then they just double they double team the other guy, and that's that and that makes it very easy. And and again, I think the Steelers defense has been playing, I mean, minus the 14 points they allow at the Dolphins. They 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 shared it up at the second half against the Dolphins, and I, I think they're looking really good. What do you think about the Lions at Raiders here? Lions are two-point underdogs. Raiders two-point favorites, it, which is pretty much their home it, field. It's pretty much what they right. gave the Raiders. They just gave them their home field. The um, Raiders gave you, they gave the Houston a fifth last week. They almost beat them. So The Raiders are I, looking better than I thought they would be looking. Let's just say I that. they were going to be a complete dumpster fire. Dumpster fire, right. Um, but they don't look like it. They look respectable. Actually, Derek Carr looks respectable. Looks like they didn't waste their money. Derek Carr has um, been pretty solid back there for them as a dependable quarterback. Um, right. I'm just gonna pick the, the Raiders because I don't. You're picking Lions. I'm, I'm picking pick Lions here because I just I, I think the Lions. Um, the Lions. I will say this is this is a game that's the same way as the Dolphins game, which is the same way as the Steelers game. Like the Dolphins games. The Colts Steelers game, the no, the Jets Dolphins, the Colts Steelers, and now the Lions Raiders. These are all games where 
it wouldn't surprise me if either one of these teams win. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, there isn't much parity between them, but the, the Lions, I do think, are way better. The thing is about the Lions that will give you fits is they don't always play up to potential. Now, no. when they are playing up to potential, they're a hard team to beat. Stafford's slinging that thing all around the field. It's a hard team to beat. Um, but then they will look like a totally different team, man. and that's so exhibited like, by my just like fantasy stats with Kenny Galladay. 20 or two. He's yeah. going to give you 20. He's going to give you two. Yeah. Occasionally yep. he'll give you a 13 or 14 or so, but it's yep. feast or famine. <laughs> yeah. Some, some days they look like the Detroit Lions. <laughs> right. So we'll see what happens. Um, but you got the Raiders there, right? I'm going yeah, I'm to take Detroit here only because I trust them more, but uh, I'm not picking, I'm, I'm not being feeling great about that pick. Um, Buccaneers at Seattle. I gotta say, take Seattle here. Oh, of course, yeah, Seattle. Absolutely. The Vegas is two six and a half point favorites for Seattle. I so, completely agree with that. No need for spending a lot of time on this. Uh, Browns at the Broncos. Now Joe Flacco's now on IR, which is maybe that's it for him. Who knows? But he's on IR. He's definitely out. And it's Browns at Broncos. Browns are three point favorites here. What a disappointment they've looked like this entire year. It's disappointing. Again, I'm gonna take the Browns, but again, if I woke up on like if I after Sunday then that game was different, I'm not gonna be surprised. And another thing too is can we talk about how now if your quarterback goes down, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a worse team now. Have you seen that this year? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a quarter it used to be. If we went up to this year, this has got to be one of the biggest outlier years for this thing happening in particular, because it used to be your quarterback went down. Your season was over. It was over definitively. Right. And now with Minshew playing the way he's playing, Kyle Allen playing the way he's playing, the way that Bridgewater played when he came in. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know if 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 your quarterback going down, you're going to have a worse team. Because if you have an unknown commodity, I think with us it's different because we got Matt Schaub back there. It's not an unknown commodity. We know yeah, what Matt Schaub is. Matt Schaub. He's been in the league for, right, forever. forever. And people are probably more surprised that he's actually still playing. So I didn't even know he was still in the league until exactly. he, oh, Matt Schaub was playing. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> with other teams, if you got a guy, if you got a Minshew or you got a draft pick sitting back there that hasn't had a chance to come in and show what he's made of, you could have a starter back there. And yep. other teams have showed you that this year. So I don't know who the Broncos are running out there. I know they had the kid. Um, what's his name? Gosh, what's his name? Drew Locke, but he was yeah. Injured. I don't know what he is. I don't yeah. know what that guy is. And Drew Locke, I think, has had a chance to start. He's he's been out there before. I, I want to say that he's played. I don't no, think he, he's been injured. So he's has he hour. has he not played any games at all? Mm-hmm. No, he uh, he's been, he got injured in preseason. Has did he play? When did he get? He got drafted like last year, though, right? He did. He didn't play any games last year. No, no, he got drafted this year. He was part of the whole this draft class. Okay, so the one that just got here. Yeah, okay. sorry. So then maybe there is a shot here with him, even though a preseason injury doesn't bode well. You never know. Maybe he comes in and he lights it up. Um, I tell you what, I would definitely like to see that because I like seeing these young quarterbacks. I like the league to be in healthy, in healthy condition. I don't like it when all your best players are aging and now, now what type of situation you find yourself in. NFL's in a great place. Uh, there's a lot of great young players. Um, the, I, I'm gonna take the, the Browns starting, here. Yeah, the, the Broncos are starting Brandon Allen. By the oh, way, yeah, come on. But who knows? <laughs> who knows? You know, Brandon Allen to come in and play like Kyle Allen and rest of be history. But yep. um, because I didn't know Kyle Allen, but or not, I didn't know Minshew before he started, so I can't even really give that analysis about these type of things anymore. But Browns at Broncos, I'm gonna take Browns. You took uh, Browns also. Yep. We're yeah, all right. Idea. Three point favorites. All right. Packers at Chargers. Green Bay's three and a half point favorites, which is actually respectable for the Chargers, but how they've been playing as of late. Um, yeah. Because they could have easily set seven. <laughs> Six and a half, seven. I don't think people uh, would have missed a beat. Wouldn't have missed a beat if you told me seven, ten. Right. Days, exactly. So bad. three and a half means they're respecting the Chargers a bit. And of course, you got their at home situation. So. Uh, I'm gonna take Green Bay. I'm gonna take that. Me too. And they could be giving them the, the three since they just fired their offensive coordinator and they promoted the quarterbacks coach and the whole the, the hoopla is around him. He's like, well, he's been calling the plays all along, so now we just gave him the title. Blah blah blah. Crying. Well, we'll so see. I'm not really super happy yeah. when a team promotes from within that's been horrible. So yeah. it's not. I agree. Nothing in that building is, is uh, getting me excited right now. We'll nope. see what happens. Uh, take a wait and see approach with them. 
Um, and we're both picking the Packers. Patriots at Ravens. Patriots are the Pats are three and a half point favorites, um, which is respectful to Baltimore because the Pats been rolling people. So, they have been. um, I I'm taking New England this game. I do not trust anybody against this defense. They've shown me too much. They've been too active. Uh, they show up early as advertised. They're going to get you an INT, a fumble recovery, something in the first quarter. And um, I just haven't had anything to bet against them. This is a no brainer for yeah. me. I'm taking yeah. pats until otherwise. You know, what's the old cliche? They don't beat themselves. and They never do, but throw. that's been the Bill Belichick way his entire right. career. They, the pats are a team that you're going to have to go out there and beat. And I respect the, I think that's great coaching right there because yeah. players play, but uh, coaches help minimize mistakes and, and they set the culture and discipline for their team. And uh, you can't argue with the environment that the Patriots have uh, created there. Right. And yep, a Monday night game is Cowboys giants, Dallas by seven, even though they're at the giants, uh, they're not getting shown the same respect. <laughs> Some of these other teams are getting shown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, Dallas too much too much talent for and for divisional the though they didn't even for, give them the divisional respect because you know the, a lot of times you can throw that record out there out there the, the window when you're looking at division. Yeah, but the Giants they are we we know who they are. I mean the, the Daniel Jones it's going to be and I, I think they found their quarterback for the future. But I think we can we we can get off we can get off that. But yeah, it's we can. They're they're done. I agree. I agree. I, I don't think that uh, the Giants just haven't shown me anything else otherwise to prove otherwise this year. Um, they got exciting with Daniel Jones. I would be. I'm excited for the New York market. For you guys have some, something to look forward to, whereas some oh, of the other teams right. are just dumpster fires and they have nothing mm-hmm. to look forward to. You yeah, got some pieces there. You got some. It's kind of like a, I feel the same way for them. How I felt about our Hawks last year when we got Trey Young, even though I did want Luca. Um, Trey Young gave us something. He gave us something here to look forward to. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. So, so uh, I feel like they have, have the same to. thing. Daniel Jones gives them something, something to look yeah. forward to. I don't know what, I, but it's something I there. If I was in New York, I would at least be more happy versus for Daniel Jones versus Sam Darnold. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the Jets are look like right now. Um, Darnold's got to get his interceptions down. So we. Yep. Um, that's still a wait and see, unfortunately. And uh, him having mono and being out earlier in the season didn't help that. He's still a wait and see nope. now. But we'll uh, we'll we'll come back after this and do an update show uh, next week and and see where this all fell here. You know, I feel pretty solid about the picks this week. I don't, you know, it's, it is the NFL, so anything can happen technically more so than some of these other leagues where I feel like it's a foregone conclusion to a lot of these games. Anything can happen, but the top teams in the NFL are just so far and away it is. better it's than the other lower teams. <laughs> well, you got some in there like holding on like those five and threes and those four and four teams and three and four teams. But I mean, it, we, we know who's we can yeah, back we in the, the day we, that we those teams would have been in a play. These, these, this year is seeming more and more like the teams down there aren't in play. We'll see how the NFL, uh, how these teams end because the second half of the season also compared to some of these other sports is super important in the NFL because you have health that goes into factoring. Um, the team that's playing better week 15, 16, 17 going into the playoffs is probably the team you need to look at and we'll get a better picture of what that looks like um, in about uh, five, six weeks or so. Absolutely. All right. It's Reginate TL, Sports Talk, Eugene Morton. Check us out Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Talk to you next time.